y'all. You are listening to Three of Cups with Katie, Mayer, and Katie. Each week, these three best friend witches will collaborate together through combined card pulls to pour their cups into yours. Stay tuned as we share readings for the collective as well as personal readings with our listeners. Grab an empty cup and get ready for it to be filled with love. Welcome back to Three of Cups. I'm Katie M. I'm Mare. And I'm Katie G. And today we had our very first guest and did our first reading. Our guest was my bestie, Becca, and we had such a good time reading for her. Yeah, and we just, Becca just asked for like a general life reading situation. And if I do say so ourselves, we hit it out of the park. It was a great <laughs> first reading, but it was really good kind of as our first reading, just because we, there was a lot of themes around like strength, um, the cyclical nature of life and like your personal life, but also like what it means to like hold that strength and stay t- true to yourself um, while also being able to like forgive yourselves for the moments where you just do want to like not put in the work and then also kind of what it means to like what strength means or what courage means or confidence means not so much as like how you show it but like how it works in your own self um so yeah it was just a really good like reminder of how to be nice to ourselves and like when we get to this certain stages of life um how do we, how can we reinvent ourselves or how can we find ourselves again? Just like that. So it's a good listen. Yeah. There were multiple tears to be had throughout the reading. <laughs> it was really fun. So without further ado, do we want to go ahead and get into Becca's reading? Yes. Yes. Let's do it. Enjoy. All right. Enjoy guys. <laughs> Let's go. Hello, we are back with our very first guest, and she is my dearest friend. Her name is Becca. Welcome, Becca. We're going to be reading her to Phil. (laughs) Welcome. Thank you guys for having me. I'm so so honored. Bestie Becca. Bestie Bestie Becca. Becca To be our first guest. Yeah. So we're going to do a general reading and we actually came up with our own little personal card spread that is very specific to the podcast and to um, general readings. Um, So it's going to be a seven card spread and just a general read me to fill kind of reading. And so each of us will be pulling two to three cards and... Katie, would you like to say the spread or KDG? Sure. So this is, we're calling it our signature card spread, which we all co-developed and I love it. So the first card is we're going to be pulling is going to be a card to represent Becca's general current energy. Um, the second card is representative of the energy of the situation. So this might be the situation that we're going to end up reading into. 
Um, or it could also be another person involved, kind of depending on where this goes. The third card is in what way is your cup needing to be filled? So we'll really get into the, the juicy bit there. Um, card four is what can we release what can we release to make room for what we need? We meaning you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and then the fifth card is what action can you take to fill up your own cup? Six is how can you then pour your full cup into others? And then the seventh final card is just going to be a message to take with you from your guides. I love it. (laughs) I'm so excited. So Katie M will pull the first two cards of that spread. And then I will pull the second set of two cards. And then Katie G will pull the final um, fifth and sixth card. And then that message from the guides, Katie M will pull for you. So KDM is going to be pulling three cards today and each episode we're going to be switching. So we're each going to take over the first and second card and then the next person. So, but today, yes. So KDM will start the first two cards today. She's going to kick us off. Hopefully don't kick too hard. <laughs> <We'll see. laughs> um, so since we're just doing like a general reading, what I'm going to more so kind of adapt the first two uh two are your current energy we'll keep that and then for two instead of energy of the situation so i mean since we don't necessarily have a situation other than like your life um (laughs) just kind of like what what smaller bit should we focus on sort of thing and like where is where is energy needing to be concentrated so that's what I'm going to focus on right now. I'm going to, um, ask the guides out loud, but I'm going to mute my mic to do that. So we'll put in a little pause here if we need. All right. I'll put my microphone on to shuffle. Yeah. We need the sound effect. I have asked. We know that we know that this reading is for Becca. We're not going to get any intrusive messages for me. Katie, I was glad you you mentioned that earlier. Um, I was like, well, I better do that too. All right. Okay. Oh, we had two fly out right away. How it goes? Spirit's ready. Oh my goodness. Oh, Becca. Shaking in my boots. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so this is a great first card, depending how you look at it. Um. So you're, <laughs> um, actually, I, I don't know. We'll see. Okay. So your current energy, Becca, what we are going to, I think this first card answers kind of both questions. Oh, I think what we're oh, I work on is, um, inside Becca. I feel like I know. And it. like you got strength reversed. So, which is a lot about kind of not so much how you like show your like courageousness, but like you need to be focusing more on how you do that. What happens inside of Becca to better give that to the world, give that to your family, give that to your friends, your community. Um, So that's where spirit is telling us we kind of need to pull in that direction. It also... um, 
there's kind of like this energy more, I don't know what word to use, but be more vulnerable, I guess. Or like, even if it's just with yourself, being more vulnerable with yourself um, so that then it builds up that strength within you for the moments when you either need to be vulnerable or um, need that strength that your nervous system, your body's already like, all right, we got this. Like we've handled it on the inside. Let's do it. Um, so interestingly enough, going into that second, um, card, I didn't realize two cards actually flew out for that. Um, they were like stuck together, but I think they are interesting together because they are the reversed five of wands and then upright five of swords. And I think those go together nicely, um, because it's, it's this idea of avoiding conflict with the five of wands, but then also with the five of swords, it's like, why, like I'm, I'm asking with the five of swords, why are we avoiding that conflict? Like, and to me, the way it goes into that reverse strength, is it because there is this conflict, I'm avoiding it. Maybe it's a decision to make. Maybe it's just like overall how you feel about life at this moment. Um, but kind of getting those like thoughts under control of how you're going to then control approach the conflict with that strength that you will build into yourself. And I think also like with the strength card, I think sometimes like when I get it, I'm like, bitch, I am strong. Like, shut up. Like, I think, (laughs) I think that strength is a little too like associated sometimes with like girl boss sort of like I'm strong but I think it can I I think especially with the reverse side of it it's more about like that softer aspect to it rather than like something to prove it's just like a softness in yourself that kind of builds up more confidence for you so um this is resonating yes (laughs) I wanted to let you finish before I even said that but yes it's resonating hard AF right now because I feel like yeah I'm I'm not even gonna go into it (laughs) Mary's nodding her head furiously (laughs) she's like glasses are gonna fall off (laughs) okay so well with all that said We're going to figure out in what ways your cup needing to be filled and what we can release to make room for what you need. Um, Okay. Also, I'm using the Zodiac Tarot deck today for this. I don't know. What what deck did you use? Rider Waite, Katie? Yep. Just traditional Rider Waite. Okay. I'm like shaking. Same. <laughs> okay. Okay. Nothing. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this is interesting to me. Thank you for being an interesting first guest, Becca. <laughs> Doing my best. Doing my darndest. Okay. This is a little interesting, and I might have to phone a friend for this one. 
upon it. <laughs> um, okay. So in what way is your cup needing to be filled? I got the justice card, which I think is interesting. I feel like this card is signifying that you're wanting um, the balance. You're wanting like stability, that sort of sense in life. Um, okay. I need to say the second card because <laughs> I feel like together. So the second card for what, what can be released? This is why I'm almost feeling this spread. That part doesn't, this is why I needed to phone a friend because for that card, I got the queen of cups. So I feel like together this makes sense. But as far as like that, this card being like what you need to release, I, I may need to phone a friend for like how, but this to me like is emotional like fulfillment in a nurturing aspect like being being able okay it's coming together okay being able to let yourself be emotion emotional and the vulnerability like Katie was saying um being vulnerable I think that's something that you're missing and haven't been able to do because you've been in a position you may have been in a position of like not feeling balanced like this justice card like everything on you and you're needing a balance in life so that you can feel free to be emotional and vulnerable and like be loving and like have this like nice fulfilled like emotional stability um in that sort of sense, like you're needing the life aspect to be like a balance and like an equal, like you're needing justice in that sense of being able to not just be the one always like go, go, go doing things like you need to have that balance in order to be able to like release that like vulnerable side of you and just like chill out and like relax and just like be that's what I'm getting from like both of these cards, like in order to just like be like Katie, let, 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 be, what is your phrase? Let be and let God. No, let go, let God. LG, let, LG, go. let go, let God. Let go, let God. Like in order to be able to like, let go and let God and just be this like emotionally free, like being like that nurturing, like motherly, all of those things, like you need an equal balance sort of thing. Yeah. This is all tracking very well. Mary. Yeah. I have a question and we can get yeah. this part. Did those come out together or did justice no. come out? First? No. Justice came out first. Okay. And then this card flew out. Yeah. Okay. At the very end. Yep. Why? What are your thoughts? So my thought was that I almost feel like they should be reversed. And the justice should be what is releasing and Queen of Cups is what you're needing. Just what I'm okay. feeling is like, especially with the the five of swords and five of wands, I feel like in the, the strength reversed, it's like there was a situation and there's some inner conflict about how it played out. And I think you're a lot in your head. So like that justice card is like truth, fairness, needing to get to the bottom of it, like needing to like intellectualize what happened, but you're avoiding 
processing your feelings about what happened. So it's like you have to let go of the justice, needing the answers, needing the truth, needing the fairness. But then the Queen of Cups is like what you should be inviting in, like letting that emotional Mm -hmm. release happen. So that was just my thoughts. But that's why I was kind of like with the cards, like I was like, "Mm, I'm just gonna go based on what these two cards mean instead of that like meaning because yeah I think it's like a both exactly what you said and then like yeah a little bit of both like it's it's the same yeah yeah I think it's all of it yeah so I my two cents um I feel the way Katie feels but just to kind of reinterpret that almost because again like that strength and then particularly Mm -hmm. the five of wands reversed it is so internal it's like I agree with what you're saying Katie but the way I'm interpreting it is that what need so what you need for it to be filled is that justice But within herself, like Mm. balance it out within herself because Mm. that's where it is first. And then once you can kind of do that, the release, I would, the, the way I interpreted like what can be released and the queen of cups being out, I think because like Becca's saying like, yeah, I know, I know, I know. So it's like, if you can get past this, release this, not so much like what can be released, but I feel like spirits like she knows. So here is this queen of cup cu- cups card to say, like, it's like a tease almost, mm-hmm. I feel, you know, mm-hmm. um, it's like, if you, if you do this, here's where you could be. Um, but it's like, yeah. So it's like, I'm saying the same thing that you are, but I've flipped the. It's all parts, kind of the same. It's like the same is. In different font, you know, like, this is the this is a storyline of... that's happening here. This yeah. these are really go us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm taking it all in and it everything that each one of you is saying is hitting on exactly that's what's why going I, on in my head right now. That's why I'm like, I feel like what everything I said, it's like, yes, check. And then everything that Katie G said, yes, check. And then what you said, you're like, mm-hmm, all of it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, my eyes twitching right now. Just so yeah, <laughs> so spirit. <laughs> All right, Katie G. Okay, so excited for this. What, <laughs> so, what action can you take to fill your own cup? I'm almost tempted to use an oracle deck for this one. I know. I Does almost... anyone have thoughts about that? Do it, girls. Okay, hold on. Let me find the one I want to use. Okay, I'm going to go with the Dreamy Moons Cosmic Guidance Oracle. I love this deck. Um, Let's see if I'll get a flyer. Oh, we got lots of flyers. Okay. Great homework. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so interesting... So the first card, what action can you take to fill your own cup? I got the speak up card. I'll show it to you. It says, use your voice to express yourself. So I think going along with what we've been talking about, what Katie was saying of like, you need to find that justice within yourself. Like maybe the way to achieve that is to express 
you have to get that expression out of what you're thinking, what you're feeling. And that will, the the act of using your voice and speaking will give you that sense of justice that you're looking for. Does that make any sense? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mary's nodding her head again. <laughs> I'm just so vicious. I'm a bobblehead. I'm a bobblehead <laughs> over here. Just like. That's how I feel. I'm just like. Trash. <laughs> I do have, oh, yeah, I, wow, that's interesting. I had my Persephone, my Hades, and my Archangel Michael candle going, and the Archangel and Persephone candle blew out the light, and Hades, look at Hades. Is going. Holy shit, I just got chills. Hades, is that you in my eye? Can you just, I can't see. (laughs) Pick somewhere else. (laughs) Okay, so the only other thing I want to add is that this card is directly connected to your throat chakra. Um, So I don't know how familiar you are with the chakra system and energy centers. Um, For the listeners, uh, I'm a certified Reiki practitioner, so I'm all about energy. (laughs) Um, So Becca, a good signifier that something is trying to come up and out for you to express is if you're having any kind of throat issues, um, that can be like mucus in the throat, having to constantly clear the throat, a sore throat, a scratchy throat. So like if those are any symptoms that you've been expressing, that's kind of, or experiencing rather, that's kind of your body's way of like poking at you. Like you have to, like it's that energetic nudge of what needs to be expressed and what needs to be moved through your body. I've had a call for months that I haven't been able to shake. Okay. <laughs> With no other symptoms, just the yeah. cough. And yeah. it's just a tickle. It's not like a like a gunky cough. It's just a tickle in my throat. Yeah, yeah. That That's a good indicator of some throat chakra energy uh, healing that needs to be done. Um, so I just wanted to add that in. So, okay. So another card did come out. So six is how can you pour your cup into others? And I got the the joy card flew out for that. So the little blurb is your your inner child is here to play. So this card is really a call to like have some more fun in your life. Um, specifically, like it mentions inner child, but really like to me, this is just like going back to the roots of like, what do you love? Like, what do you love to do? And I think the message here in terms of, like, connecting it back with how you can fill your cup with others, like, if you're playing and having fun and enjoying life, it'll be so much easier to kind of pass that feeling, pass that, like, energy and that joy on to somebody else. But if right now, whatever situation we're talking about is, like, really depleting for you and you're not kind of able to access, like, that playful side of yourself, it's really hard to, like give that energy to somebody else if you're not experiencing it yourself. So I think what this card is saying is like prioritize yourself to to do this work, (laughs) do the third chakra work, speak up, have some fun, like let loose, like really like I I keep wanting to say like shake, like you need to like bounce and like shake and like shimmy and I don't know if you like to dance, but that's kind of what I'm seeing and like through doing that, you'll find the energy to be able to start to give to other people in that way. 
Go ahead, Mary. I, I feel like Katie's portion is reaffirming a lot for you that you've already been like kind of figuring out for yourself. I feel like that was like very um like reaffirming for you that the path that you're on is like the right one. From somebody who's biased and knows you, everything <laughs> that you just said like really like I want to cry. Yeah. I I'm like oh. oh because um I feel like you're getting into that like inner child like era that's like your era right now is like going back to like the roots of like allowing yourself to like have fun like wow <laughs> this is the second time it takes a lot of vulnerability i know i can't even talk Fuck to me. you because we just cry every time i know <laughs> literally we just got off a of facetime the other day and in no way shape or form did we plan on crying and then we're both just crying a good Ugh. a good cry literally a good cry though I know. like a like yeah a, I know. Yeah, but yeah. That was definitely like, a good one. That really resonates for me for her. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, a thousand bajillion percent. Okay. Mm, that was so good. I'm so glad you picked that deck to use. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like for those two cards in the spread specifically, this deck like works so well for them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, Spirit, what's what's the message, KDM? Okay, so two things. Like, is it going to be, like, five cards? <laughs> no, so I actually I haven't pulled it yet because oh, I wanted oh, okay. to see how. Because okay. I felt like I needed, like, we needed to, like, see what was happening before really, like, Like, give Becca a voice? So, yeah, and also just, like, see where this was going. But I also – because also now, like, I don't want to use my tarot deck anymore. And I want to mm-hmm. – because just intuitively, I feel like I want to use my Sacred Cycles deck, um, which I really love. It's very, like, feminine and also pretty playful because there is a lot of reminders of how to – just reminders of how and why to find playfulness inside yourself. And also when Katie was saying like, you need to just like turn on loud music and dance and stuff. And I like saw you nodding that you do like to dance. I just like saw you doing that. And then you finishing and like ripping out your headphones and just being like, who gives a fuck? Like I just like <laughs> literally saw you like ripping out your headphones, like whatever, like just like, whatever you know like that's so funny that's so funny that you say that because I literally just did that the other day like I literally just did that over like a couple different things but I literally said who gives a fuck about that like who gives a fuck and I was so like serious and just like this is all just resonating so well like (laughs) I feel so thankful to be here right now you have no idea because these are things that like I know yeah start crying again god damn it Mm -hmm. (laughs) these are all things that like I know but like all of them get put on the back burner you Mm -hmm. know like there's so much other shit and like I don't ever I don't know this is just really like eye-opening and reaffirming like Mary said and I was like when you were saying dancing I just told Bryce the other day because me and Mary have a date coming up 
and told him I'm literally going to stand up. I don't care if anybody else does. And I'm going to make her dance with me because we we're going to, to do that. We're going to like a show where it's singers performing as like Taylor Swift, as Phoebe Bridgers, oh, like all Bonnie Bear. Yeah. Like it's a whole night and we got tickets oh and we're going to go and have a little date. So like when you were saying that, I was like, <laughs> You were saying, like, you got to get up and, like, dance and listen to music. I was like, we're doing it. It's coming. <laughs> February 11th. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That I sounds know. awesome. I know. <sighs> because we literally don't, like, go out. Like, both of us, like, are the type where we just don't do stuff for ourselves like that. Mm. And I feel like you and I are, like, we're, like, okay, we need to let, like, we need to get ourselves yeah. out and, like, do we're starting and prior- to tap into prioritize it, yeah. and, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, oh, I'm, it's new and it's scary. <laughs> I know. Well, this will be encouraging. Um, so I was, like, let me okay. just start shuffling while she's talking because oh, we I love, love that. doing that, like, in our little Snapchat. Yeah. We always do that. And two cards flew out. So, again, this is the Sacred Cycles deck. Um are you familiar with this deck, Becca? No. It's this one. So basically all of the cards are like either moon phases or literally like cycle, like like female reproductive cycle um, related or like there's maiden mother crone energy. There is literally, you didn't get this one. I was hoping you would. There is a card that's the clitoris. Like there's like all oh. of the parts. Um, I was really all the parts. All <laughs> of the parts. <laughs> but so two flew out, stuck together. They flew out at the exact same time. You got luteal phase and motherwort. Um, <clears throat> luteal phase is interesting because your luteal phase is like, that's like right before your period, right? And that's like I when you're so. not feeling great and you're like feeling very like socially, like absolutely the fuck not. Um, and then the other one that you got is motherwort. So there's also parts of this deck that are, um, like herb plant related. So for luteal (laughs) phase, so, and I'm, I'm gonna like, before I read the descriptions, actually I'll read the descriptions first and then just like state some thoughts. So for luteal phase, the affirmation is I clearly see the path in front of me. Um, so as you find clarity around what is working and what is not, you pave the way towards greater ease in preparation for the phase of releasing that arises naturally after this stage, menstruation. The letting go feels not only logical, but also liberating. Um, and then this, this also gives journal prompts that I love. Um, so journal prompt, what is working well in my life? In contrast, where am I feeling the absence of ease? I really like that, the absence of ease. Um, And so, again, that affirmation is I clearly see the path in front of me. So, again, like everything we told you, you know, like you know. And so I feel like this, in combination also with the mother work card that I'll read, um, I feel like this is like giving you the permission to just do it, particularly since we were asking like a message from the guides to, to take with you. It's like, here's your permission. Like you've got no excuse. Now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come um, on, bitch. Let's go. <laughs> so, um, mother wart, the affirmation is all my cycles are sacred, which one, I just really like that for you. We didn't state this. I don't think, and I don't, 
if you don't want this to be known, we can cut it out, but you are a mom. Um, and I feel like, and also motherwort. Um, I just like the, all my cycles are sacred piece because it's honoring that part of you. That's like maybe pushed aside a lot of this work that like made it so that you didn't do as much for yourself that is now available to you. And now, you know, all of that is available to you and that you have the strength to do it. How do you put it in place though, and actually pull the trigger? Um, <clears throat> so I'm going to read the whole description for Motherwort. Um, the grandmother of the garden, Motherwort wields cyclical wisdom, displaying her maiden her maiden mother and crone stages each growing season with the ways her leaves and flowers morph through the phases she is a deep embodiment of feminine seasonal consciousness oh, motherwort is here to assist and guide you in tending to your sacred cycles you're being encouraged to look more deeply at how cycles and patterns show up in your life motherwort is here to bring you awareness and walk you forward with a more holistic understanding of your cyclical nature. She illuminates the blessing found in every season, both the internal and earthly ones. Um, I also feel like I need to say this, like the word forgiveness and just like, again, there's cycles. You, you are going to go out with Mary on February 11th. You're going to have a great time. You are hopefully going to start this cycle of embracing all of this, but it's a cycle. And so it's not going to stay the same forever. <clears throat> so just remembering those moments of forgiveness for like the past when maybe you didn't do that so much for yourself, um, the past or just like the future when like things could get tough and you're not like, you're not as able or wanting to like be strong. Like you just want to like, it's okay to not want to be strong. So just like honoring that, forgiving that, but just knowing like what's available for you in that like wheel of life. Um, and that there's high points, there's low points, there's midpoints, there's all of that. This is so interesting because one, I'm on the last day of my cycle and I'm dreading my next luteal phase because it literally takes over. And I have been so unforgiving to myself during that period of time because I am so drained and I can't be like the mom that I want to be during that time. I throw away all my responsibilities. I just want to ignore everything. Like I get so down during that time. And I've been journaling recently to learn about my phases and get to know myself better in that way so that I can prepare for it and take care of myself during those times. And uh, that's so interesting because we literally were just talking about that too. Yeah. About the, yeah. About your so cycle. That's yeah. <sighs> I feel like I have to say something about like the, the, the forgiveness part, like as women in general, our cyclical way of being has been completely ignored <laughs> for basically all of time. And the demonized. Yeah, the world that we live in is dictated by a perfectly flat hormonal <laughs> structure, which is the man's structure. You know, men do not go through all of the ups and downs hormonally that we go through. And I think inherently we've all adopted 
this thought that we should be able to function the same throughout our entire cycle when in reality it's just not the case. We're, we are experiencing these hormonal fluctuations. They're very real and we're going to feel very differently like while we're on them. So I just wanted to highlight that like forgiveness part. Like I think part of that is like letting go of that like subconscious idea that we've all been ingrained with of like I should be able to function 100% 30 days out of the month, 12 months out of the year, every year of my life. And it's just unfortunately not reality. And as women, we just, the more we embrace the cycles and embrace the fact that we're going to go through these things and not fight it and struggle against it, it gets easier to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. That goes back to your justice and queen of cups. I was literally thinking that in my head. I was like, this really goes back to all of that. It's all making sense. It is. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, oh there are definite puzzle pieces. There's yeah. some jagged edges here. They yeah. all fit. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. That was oh. so fun for me. <sighs> I bet it was. How are you feeling, Becca? <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't, I think most of that was just really reaffirming because I know that there's work that I need to do. And I think, especially with, um, like the inner child portion of all of this, that's something that I've kind of been tiptoeing into because I've been making all these plans for the things that I want to do and who I want to become. But I haven't like, I keep making excuses for why I can't take the steps now. I keep thinking, okay, well, I'll wait until we get into this new house. Okay, well, I'll wait until... I get to this month because we'll be financially sound that month or things like that. And just last night, I was making soap with my son because for some reason he's having a reaction to lavender, which literally breaks my heart. But he has been. It's the only body wash we have. And we have this soap making kit that I got like forever ago. And we were just like making soaps together all week. I've made him like not watch TV, not play video games because I've just wanted to like both of us to tap into that little like connection and for him creativity but you know that kind of thing and we've just been spending more time and just doing little things like that and like tending to my plants and really sitting with them every day and like because normally it's like once a week when I'm watering them and just little things like that and it's been in my head on repeat that I need to just start like I just need to I was looking up like kombucha recipes to make like there's just so much that's been in my head and it's all just really, really reaffirming and gave me like, it really mm-hmm. does feel like I'm getting like that permission to mm-hmm. just start, just do it. You know, you need this, you deserve this. You've been working towards this. Like, you know, you're, I'm working on getting rid of all of my old toxic, like thoughts and patterns of what, what I should be as, as a working person, as a working mom and like going more into what I want to be and what I want my kids to see and what I want to show an example of. So yeah, this is just, this has been lovely. <laughs> I think it'll be nice also to be able to listen to it back and to oh, like yeah. have that, like, like Katie said, like, this is a cycle. And so like yeah. when you're going through it, just to have that like re like affirmation, like of, oh yeah, I've been doing this and this and that, but now I'm allowed to like go back in and play and have that yeah. joy and like do stuff for myself. Yeah. I think that'll be really nice. Yeah, and I think also just, like, the little things of, like, you said, like, tending to your plants a bit more. Like, those little teeny things that make you 
feel like Becca. Like, yes. Oh yeah, this is something that makes me feel good and like makes me feel productive because this is something I like. Exactly. Um, not just because I have to water my plants because oh shit, I haven't done it this week. Um, yeah. You know, like intentional little just teeny things like that. I think yeah. you need to grow some mother wort. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had that thought too. I love that. Mm. Yeah. Well, she's moving and getting some land. So that's the whole like, you know, homesteader stuff that she's about to be getting into. So like the fact that you pull when you were like, this has herbs, me and Becca that's are like, and then I was like cycles I'm on one (laughs) okay I'm gonna send I'll I'll um like message you the screenshots of these um, yeah please do like the descriptions and stuff because they're really yeah I'm so happy we were able to do this for you Becca I know yeah I'm so thankful and grateful that you guys did this for me and that I got to be a part of the first episode. That's so special. I know. I love that. I know. I know. It makes my and heart the, so happy. And that the mother and the crone and what's the other one? The maiden, the mother. The maiden, are, and the mother made that, its present, like made its presence known during this. Like what? No, literally. I was that like, is, because I was like informing Becca also on our whole like podcast journey. Like she's been along for the ride. She's seen all the logos. She okay. like, <laughs> yeah, I've seen you in progress, like putting it together. And I'm like, yes, bitch. Yeah. I she love literally that was shit. like, she's like, wait, what happened to the maid and the mother yeah. and the crone? I was like, <sighs> but, um, Becca but was also, our first like, follower. I know. Oh my yeah. God. But mm-hmm. also that's yeah, very was. like Hecate, like the maiden, mother and crone, like, you know what I mean? It's just all, it all adds up together. All relative. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, thank you so much, Becca. I know. Sorry. I was taking Thank you. Thank you for letting us tap into your energy today. You're welcome. Thank you for doing it. I know. <laughs> I love you. I almost brought, um, I, I love you. I almost brought my, um, oh God, what crystal is it? The purple one amethyst mm-hmm. over here oh i have before right we started yeah i almost brought it over here and that's like what i resonate with like the throat chakra because i got a reiki done like forever ago and that was like the biggest thing and it's always been like prevalent that i know and i like i can recognize when it is needed so then i'll be like in the car like screaming paramore at the top of my lungs because that's just the go-to but I haven't been able to do it as much recently because I don't have as much of, like, a commute as I used to. But I'll definitely be doing it today on the way to get the kids. <laughs> I was going to say, we can cut this part out, but when you said, it was you, KDG, uh, that you said about the throat, right? When you said that, that was, like, the same time as, like, the candle. And I literally can always, like, feel when he's, like, present because I start getting that feel, like, that throat chakra feeling so I literally wrote uh when you said the speak up card's throat I said is that you so funny <laughs> oh my goodness uh Becca, right. I don't know if you have really quickly on the throat chakra all blue is like associated with the throat so if you're like wearing blue um stop it right now blue <laughs> Becca shut the fuck up blue crystals like anything blue is gonna help that energy so bitch. <laughs>
I literally remember being in the thrift store with this bitch, and she's like, I fucking hate blue. Uh, <laughs> I said to this bitch, I Nicola, literally I'm said the this. same way. No, listen. I'm the I same said way. This, what was this, last year? You literally said. I said to this bitch, the colors that you hate mm-hmm. are the colors are that, the ones you, that need. you need. The energy mm-hmm. associated with that color is what you need in your life. I said to this. Yes. Mm, I said this to this bitch. Yes. <laughs> now are you going to listen to it from somebody else? <laughs> I've been actually wearing, I have this like teal colored um, hoodie. Not like hoodie, it's like a crew neck. Mm-hmm. But I wore it twice last week. And every both times that I wore it, I got like so many compliments. And I was like, all right. All right, bitch, fine. I'll wear it, okay? Also, black. I don't know if you like jewelry, but I have this little choker on, and this one happens to be garnet. But if you don't want to wear blue, you could get something, like, blue clothing. You could get something with, like, a little blue crystal here that's, like, yeah. right by your throat, and that'll help a lot, too. Yeah, yeah. That's because I always have, like, one little dainty yeah. thing. You have evil eye, don't you? Oh, yeah, yeah I do, and it's wear. blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. I, I wear that on de- heavy turmoil days yeah. that mm-hmm. I know are going to be a little bit of a strug. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. We gave you homework. Yeah. Start oh, wearing blue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, well, thank you, babes. I love you, you, Becca. I love you. Thank you so much. Becca. This was so much fun. I know. I'm like, can we just, like, Even though I cry. <laughs> Oh, thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. bye. I'm going to miss you. <laughs> bye. Thank you. Bye. I hope you enjoyed listening to the reading with Becca. We're so thankful to her for being our very first guest and we just, we, we loved that reading so much and we hoped you enjoyed listening. So this week for our little next segment, we decided with Valentine's Day being tomorrow that it would probably be a good idea to give a little supportive message, supportive guidance for the week. We know sometimes Valentine's Day can be a difficult holiday. Sometimes it feels really great. Sometimes it depends on the year. So we just want to kind of, first we're going to do a card for the just overall energy of the week. And then Mary is going to pull a card for the people who may be like romantically involved, relationships, situationships, <laughs> all of that kind of stuff. And then Katie is going to finish us off with a card to provide some guidance for, you know, the people that are really just focused on themselves right now and self-love and compassion. We'll just see 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 what we need to hear this week. Yeah. So I will kind of talk about just astrologically. So we are putting this out, as Katie said, close to Valentine's Day. And I feel like when a lot of us woo-woo people think about love and romance and sensuality, we immediately think of Venus. 
Um, but so Venus, as we know, it's a very sensual planet, um, very lovey relationships, but also it, um, you know, takes into account like your aesthetics. Like it's a bit of superficial, um, you know, ness, but you know, the things you like, the things that you like to look like, um, how your appearance is. Um, but it's also like an interesting balance between those types of things and like how you express your own beauty or, um, love or whatever. And then also like what you find very like magnetic about people. Um, but also it's not just like romantic relationships. It's a lot about how you approach relationships in general. So it could be even like as bland as your work relationships, um, or things like that. So Venus goes through each sign. It takes about like a month. Um, so it just recently on the 26th, it entered Pisces, which Pisces um, is like our very watery, sensitive sign. It I, I kind of refer to it as the softest water sign. Um, you can always make a Pisces cry. Um, and it was just in Aquarius. So Aquarius is a bit more aloof. So if you were having kind of some issues with like ghosting or something while Venus was in Aquarius or just like people who wouldn't really have normally been so like lovey-dovey towards you um and then they kind of just were like it entered Aquarius and they were like all right bye um (laughs) so now like Venus and Pisces is kind of a bit of like an exhale from that like it gives us an opportunity to really indulge in like the sweetness of Venus um so what you're gonna want to look at if you are kind of trying to apply this to yourself you want to look at your chart and see what part of your chart contains Pisces so even if there's no planets in that chart um you still want to look at like what part of your chart contains Pisces like mine is in the sixth house so that's really about like my routine uh, my my daily operations my health, my well-being. Um, So you may not think of like, well, what does Venus have to do with like my routine, you know? So just kind of applying it in that way. Um, Also with it being in Pisces, it really kind of helps us apply like how we make things pleasurable. Like how do I make my daily routine pleasurable to me? Um, What does that kind of, like how can I sigh or give a sigh of relief with my daily routine. Um, and that's kind of more specific to me, but again, it's just finding areas of your life while it is in Pisces right now that you can make pleasurable. Um, so whether, you know, how can you apply that this Valentine's day? It doesn't have to be romantically, but, um, giving yourself that love, um, or your partner that love and kind of, they always say like with Valentine's day, you want to, um, think about the person you're gifting, think about their Venus sign and that'll tell you like what they like. Um, so yeah, there is, there's some stuff for you about Venus and Pisces and how that can help you for your V-Day plans. I think Venus and Pisces is, Venus is in Pisces until like the February 19th, right, Katie? Yes, yes. And then it'll go into Aries and things like that. that's a change. (laughs) Okay. I love Venus and Aries. And Aries is my seventh house, which is like committed relationship. Okay. <laughs> so stay tuned, folks. We might have an interesting update for you. <laughs> oh, God. By the time this podcast comes out, we'll see. <laughs> we'll just see in general what's happening with you. 
Aries is my rising and my but like literally in my first house um so yeah that's gonna be interesting for me too yeah all right go ahead let's hear it Katie okay so I was shuffling while Katie was speaking and the card that flew out so I'm using my wild unknown archetypes deck the card that flew out out is I believe we would pronounce this eros correct so this card I know the listeners cannot see but this is a very sensual looking card we've got a visual of a diamond sitting in the center of what looks like a female how should we say (laughs) Uh, vulva (laughs) I was gonna say labia but okay Okay, so it's giving diamond inside the the vulva. (laughs) So I'm going to read from the guidebook just because the descriptions for this particular deck are always really good and very descriptive. So the keywords are love as desire, eroticism, and sensuality. So though Eros can be depicted as unbridled sexuality and eroticism, a more contemplative understanding of this archetypal energy leads us to the root of desire itself. What do we long for? Why are we awakened by love? What makes us hesitant in the face of intimacy? Reconnects us with the primal longing to merge with another human being, nature, music, art, Plants, food, or anything that we perceive we are separate from. Our heart embraces otherness, and in doing so, we further understand our own. Our life force awakens. This card reveals an inevitable initiation into love's labyrinth. You may find yourself swirling in a territory of desire and sensuality. Explore the labyrinth with a curious and honest heart, and remember, though the way it is Oh, geez. Circutious? <laughs> I'm going to say. That's an unfamiliar word for me. Uh, you are always being led toward its center. So when light, this card represents passion, playfulness, sexual health. So when dark or in kind of a more shadowy expression, it is expressive of madness, projection, and obsession. So I love this card for this week, and I specifically love the part where it says that this card reconnects us with our primal longing to merge with either another human being or nature or music or art or plants or food or anything that's separate from us. I think what this, the energy of this is that very primal, sensual feeling, but what's important to note is like that doesn't have to be with another person. And the overall energy here is just kind of tapping into that energy and focusing it, like, where you want to. Like, do you want to use that primal, like, life force energy to, like, reignite a creative project this week or reconnect with a friend or it could be a lover or or somebody of that essence, but it really doesn't have to be. It's just that kind of, like, raw life force energy and we're going to have the ability to kind of do with that what we want so I think the real message here is kind of think about that going into this week like where do you want to direct that energy this week Um, because I think there's an opportunity here to like really make progress in that aspect or really just enjoy yourself (laughs) and embrace the energy 
This goes really well with our what we just read. Yeah, <laughs> it's actually really funny. Really well. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> my card that I, I pulled during while you were talking and it it goes like right along with that. <laughs> Should I get yeah. into it? Yeah, okay. go ahead, Mary. Um so I'm pulling for the romanticals, the 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 ones in a romance of sorts. I got I'm using the same deck as Katie, the um what is it wild unknown archetypes I got the maiden and on this one there's also a kind of vagine vaginal (laughs) looking um collage type picture with like a girl touching like her lips I'll show it there's like a rose and so on this card um I'm I'm gonna read from the book too because it's just too good it's too good not to this one is the virgin, the princess, the innocent. The maiden archetype is the epitome of innocent arousal, uh, naive sensuality, and precarious purity. She is compelling and addictive. Because of her flawless and youthful glow, she is the first archetype in the trifecta of maiden mother crone, and rightfully so because she has oh so much to learn. The maiden is perfectly positioned for trouble to come her way and subject her to a challenge that leads to the next phase of womanhood. She must grow up yet hesitates at the threshold, enamored by the charms of youth. The maiden represents the side of us that is riveted and curious, drawn to shadowy forests, dark nights, and taking just one taste of poisonous fruit. Her magic is edgy and includes both shame and delight. Let yourself fall down the rabbit hole, young one. (laughs) Um, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and so that's a callback to our first episode if anybody missed our first episode that's so a callback the the go deeper of this is literally says persephone alice or any princess figures when light curious enchanting sensual full of vitality um when dark pretends projects denies fantasizes um i'm feeling like this card is just like allowing yourself to just be in this like lovey period and allowing yourself to feel the love of like this time but also in a this to me in a like mature way if there's things that you have an issue with or that sort of thing like thing like in in a relationship wise if there are struggles to go about them in more of a mature way like kind of let go of this like um youthful energy of the maiden like the maiden to me is before you get to that next level of like a relationship like does that make sense mm-hmm. are you thinking like unpredictable yes. yeah yeah like the unpredictable like like drawn to like curiosity and like almost like going after things that might seem like fun and like interesting but might not be in the best your best interest Just experimenting yes rolling with it letting go letting god <laughs> letting go and letting god (laughs) yeah one of it said like moving from the maiden to the mother is challenging often leaving unresolved tensions between the two archetypes for years if not a lifetime yeah going from that like sensual like curious like enchanting maiden to like the mother who knows how to have this like balanced relationship it's almost like have like kind of like a bit of both flow into this period of time with allowing yourself to be free and like loving but also like knowing what it is that you deserve in a relationship and how to have like a healthy balance 
of energies like having fun yeah you can have both you can like get what you desire and get what you deserve and um have that healthy like being able to be vulnerable use your use your throat chakra let it be known what you like in a relationship but also being a little being a little spicy having a little like edge kind of learning to like balance those two like the maiden and the mother like have that in between of those and kind of allow yourself to be free and yeah that's kind of what I'm getting yeah by the way um Venus and Pisces is a very fun time to have very fun sex have it safely. really but yeah it's a yeah yeah like what I was referring to earlier okay, when we this... were talking so um <laughs> And, like, why now would be a good time for that. Um, but, yeah. Okay, this is interesting. So. Do you, this this says, do you long to be rescued by another or receive a kiss that brings you back to life? Be wary of waiting for a prince. Break the spell of your own life. So, yeah, that to me kind of, like, goes along, like, with allow yourself to, like, be free and fun. But also, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. don't get yourself into... So, Mary, I think you're picking up on the duality of the card because we probably have listeners who need to hear, like, one half of that. So, you know, we have these relationships where, like, maybe things need to loosen up a little bit. Maybe there needs to be that, like, sense of adventure, playfulness, and all of that. So, like, the maiden, maybe there's a bit too much of that and there needs to be mm-hmm. more, like, discussion of boundaries or, or you know somebody does need to speak up about maybe something that they're needing that they're not getting. So, mm-hmm. and any relationship can go through the ebbs and flows and be on one, one of those spectrums or another. But I think it's really interesting that you're picking up kind of the duality of the card because we probably have listeners who, who need to hear like one of those messages or the other. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I felt like so... I I just felt like there was more to it than just like, oh, be friends, like, <laughs> you know, have fun, do all the things. But there was also like, hmm, yeah, there's a little depth to it. Well, that's that. The rabbit hole, that's funny, though. Yeah, that is funny. All right. Well, to close us out, um, I mean, this is perfect. But so I pulled from the Kuan Yin, my Kuan Yin Oracle deck, which is my favorite freaking oracle um i hope i never use the word freaking on this podcast again (laughs) (laughs) so she's the goddess of compassion mercy she is the divine mother like she embraces your divine feminine and also just a reminder like divine feminine does not mean woman it does like we all hopefully have a balance of divine feminine and divine masculine in us. We all have masculine energy. We all have a feminine energy. Some of us, no matter what gender we are, we show more of one side. Um, So back to balance, it's good to have both. Um, So Kuan Yin, I will often end a lot of my readings with Kuan Yin because spirit can be so fucking mean to me sometimes. (laughs) And Kuan Yin, I'm just like, I feel like it's like, it's like when dad's being mean and like, won't give you what you want. You're like, I'm going to mom. (laughs) I'm 
I'm taking this up with Kwan Yin. <laughs> the other thing I love about Kwan Yin, they say she observes the cries of the human world. Like she mm. takes in, you go to her and you cry on her, but also you don't take advantage of her doing that. You do what you, you take the guidance she gives you. Do not take advantage of her compassion. Um, because then dad could come in. <laughs> be like, don't disrespect your mother. Um, also, I come from a broken home, so that's that's never happened. <laughs> <laughs> Katie. Um, but I want to go back. I will tell you what card I pull. I'm the type of person, like, I have to give disclaimers for everything or explain everything before I say it. So I'll tell you what card I pulled in a I moment. appreciate it. But I want to go back to the idea of primal with the Eros card. Um, and honestly, the maiden card. When I think primal, I think self. Like, primal to me is how do I feel most like myself? Because when you think of primitive, um, we relied on ourselves. I mean, you know, we were like pack animals. We're pack people pack, or pack mammals, whatever. Um, but primal is like, I act primal when I'm at home and turning on music and like just really getting like deep into my body. Um, that is primal to me. Am I necessarily going to act like that in public? Depends, depends what I took that day, you know, or like what, <laughs> what's going on. But so <clears throat> just want to draw that back because I have, I've, I've pulled the card for um, self-love. There was something else I was going to say about Venus and Pisces. Oh, oh, so the, so the idea of that exhale of Venus and Pisces, softening things, being kinder to yourself. Okay. And also we can apply this to our reading with Becca as well. Um, this is just a great podcast for the collective in general. But so the card that flew out for me was Dance of the Butterfly Queen. It is a beautiful goddess on the front who's like kind of dancing in the wind. I'll show y'all. Um, she's got butterflies floating around her. She's also holding a white lotus flower. The um, description for Dance of the Butterfly Queen. A pure heart attracts divine grace and that which was impossible becomes possible. From caterpillar to winged creature of delight, you cannot restrain what divine grace ordains, no matter how incredible it may seem to be. Whatever has been troubling you or whatever has been inspiring you, allow grace to infuse the situation or dream so that it may unfold with divine protection. So I'm really, I'm going to hone in on this for Valentine's Day for the single folks or just people who don't like the day. I am a chronically single person. Valentine's Day is and always will be my favorite holiday <laughs> um, because I make it all about me. Um even if I do have a partner, it's all about me. But so I really love this idea of, um, you know, going back to the idea of this, you know, cyclical nature of things, whatever has been troubling you or whatever has been inspiring you, allow grace to infuse the situation or dream so it may unfold with divine protection. If you're feeling like shit on Valentine's Day, whether it's because you're like sick of seeing people's posts on Instagram where they act like for one day that they like their partner or like you <laughs> you are just like so sick of it you don't want to leave your house you don't want to look on your phone and maybe you've already been having a shitty month or a shitty week whatever um just remembering this card 
the dance of the butterfly queen and like the compassion you can give yourself, the mercy you can give yourself, um, that Kuan Yin energy that you are being given, but also that you do not want to take advantage of. So, so having gratitude for the ways that you know that you can bring pleasure into your life, whether it is with another person, whether it is on your own, whether it's something tiny. Self-care, self-love does not have to be a bubble bath and a face mask. It can be like Becca was talking about earlier. It can just be watering your plants or, or giving your plants a little bit extra attention, like shifting them around because that made you feel good. Like it doesn't have to be some big giant act. It can just like say something nice to yourself. <laughs> just be nice yeah. to yourself. Like it's not that serious. <laughs> I mean, it is, but just act, <laughs> act for a moment. Like it's not that serious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that. That's like a great message for anybody, like whether you're involved with another person or not, Mm -hmm. like everybody should take that advice, I think. Yeah, everybody should always take our advice. (laughs) We know all the answers. (laughs) We're right about everything. Experts. I mean, it's spirit. spirit. (laughs) Yeah. Just kidding. This is going to be a fun one to edit. It's 2.22. Oh, my God. All right, you guys. All right, y'all. What a great reading. What a great readings. Yeah. 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 You're welcome, everybody. Um, (laughs) We did hope you enjoyed it, though. I I think that this will be nice and tender and compassionate for everybody. Yes. And if you like what you heard... And you want a reading, listener, hit us up. Find the link in our description so you can apply for a reading. And maybe you will be on the next episode of Three of Cups. <laughs> yep, we will be back. Thank you for listening. Thank you to Becca again for sharing her energy with us and allowing us to tap in and deliver those messages for her. And we will be back next week with another guest. But like Mary said, you want a reading go to the link in the description get that application in and we'll be in touch all righty we will see you next monday oh ready cheers cheers Cheers. Cheers. (laughs) we'll get it we'll get it Bye. bye bye thank you for listening to this week's episode of three of cups We hope you enjoyed and feel full enough to pour your cup into others. If you would like to be featured on an episode of Three of Cups, you can apply for a free personal reading via the link in our description. To keep up with new episodes and information, you can find us on social media at Three of Cups Pod. See you next Monday.